What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Kay. And it's your girl, Kai. And you're now listening to The Last Fry in the Bag. You know it's going to be good, unless it's cold. Oh, oh, oh. We are starting this podcast off about talking, um, or talking about my grievances. This week has been, I'll say last week, and I'm, yes, I'm going right into the complaining, not complaining. But um, these past two weeks have been like mentally tough, and I don't know if Mercury has been in retrograde or is like uh, what is it Murphy's law? Everything that can happen will happen. Literally happened these last two weeks. So um, it's been a tough one. I'm I'm letting y'all know out here. Just just if you know the word of prayer, <laughs> pray for us. Uh, uh, Kai, what did you say? It's been like, it's been crazy these last few weeks, right? Oh, man. I, I don't even have a follow-up because I was going to actually go the opposite of what you went when you said the true words of prayer. I was like, well, I can't say that then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what I was actually going to say is, um, I forgot now. I'm getting old. Oh, uh, yeah. But for real, though, everything, like, these... It hasn't been two weeks for me, but it's been one of, from trying to get from Friday to Friday, has been a struggle. Um, low energy, um, kids attacking me. <laughs> I feel like I go, I literally, I, sometimes I feel like I just go to be abused for eight hours. Not um, abused. But no, not really. It's just, it's fun um watching kids grow you know and change and stuff but yeah uh, it has its moments definitely has its moments but what greater per- uh, perk you know to then to see a kid that has been potentially counted out against society to actually grow and be better citizens than the people deemed normal yeah that's amazing and honestly you know i always say it's a commendable job man um Oh, it's just for me uh it's just things happening just happening 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 but the latest thing uh I was telling you today when I was on my walk I was talking to you about how your girl working from home and why I broke my these people computer screen like work computer screen or whatever and um I just had like a moment of like dang I'm gonna have to replace this blah 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 blah, blah. and it really was like, okay, I'm just gonna tell him. I'm just gonna tell him I broke the computer screen and we're just gonna go from here. So I end up like I get got replaced, you know, free of charge, but it kind of just you know how sometimes you can be just stressing out over something and just so worried and I overthink things. And then when like the outcome happens and it's like, oh, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Almost it, definitely. You just man, it's just what you say? I'm sorry. I know what you're saying. You just witnessed me like that. I was freaking out about an hour and a half ago. Oh, I was freaking out. Yeah, we we ain't gonna say what it is unless you want to say it. But yeah, it's 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 crazy how your mind will like you know tell you to do certain things or act a certain way. And what has really been helping me and um Dr. Roz too, you know, the there's therapist we spoke to like a while ago. Um, 
Dr. Roz was like, sometimes you have to tell yourself, like, you are the, you are in control of yourself. And I have to literally, like, out loud tell my, keep telling myself, like, I control my thoughts. Like, you're not going to run me. I'm in control of me. And it, like, it's starting to help um, me. But, man, it's, it's hard because when you overthink about things and stress and it's just like, it's like a madness start to happen, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So yeah, it's it's been rough. It's been a rough couple weeks, but you know, I'm thankful to be alive to experience them. You know what I mean? Yes. In church they say I'm I'm glad to be amongst the living. That's what they say now. In the words yeah. of my late aunt, I shall live and not die. Hey, we don't <laughs> oh God. Amen to that. Hey. Sometimes like life. Life has a way of making you realize who you're supposed to be. Mm, really Explain for the people. Um, I actually had a conversation with um with uh, a teacher today, and we were talking. I said, you know, it's so amazing how I'm very happy and content in what I do. Not necessarily who I work for, but what I do. I said life has a way of like just showing you who you're supposed to be because if you think about it if you think I often tell kids this when I ask what do you want to be when you grow up they'll normally give you about three answers you take that same child and you ask him or her five years later it's changed to three other things by the time that person gets to 17 or 18 it's going to be something else when they get in college it's going to change again well not all the time but a greater percentage of the population will change their major into something else and I said that to say and I'm quite sure that you'll agree with me that when starting college we knew what we wanted to be we knew who we were supposed to be or so we thought I was going to be an engineer. You couldn't tell me I was not going to be a software engineer. I was, y'all was going to be buying my software. I was going to be building these computers. You couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> Two years later, I'm burnt out. I don't want to see a computer anymore because one way or another, when, from where, we, when, where we're from, okay, you know, we tell somebody, oh, um, I'm going to school to be a computer software. It's two questions. Can you fix my computer? <laughs> and they think you're a genius it's like well yeah I'm, my IQ is pretty up there but I mean well I don't want to toot my horn but I'm kind of I'm kind of amazed at my IQ but like come on y'all I don't, that's that's not what I do and you know that that along with the, the workload you know not where I'm talking about workload, Lord Jesus. You can tell I've been working all week. Jesus. Girl, don't even mention the workload to me. Oh, yeah. I just anyway, yeah. Um, but I said all that to say that um, we change much like a butterfly. Just when um a butterfly, I'm sorry. What is the stage? I know it's called metamorphosis, but what is the stage? Uh, directly in front of the butterfly, is it a it's something i'll find it whatever it is chess says whatever that is that a butterfly um before it becomes a butterfly goes into the cocoon as if life is ending 
that's two days later it becomes a beautiful butterfly mm-hmm. and that's how people are that's how we are life has a way to showing you who you're supposed to be you did that analogy now i just had to step in and tell you did that one go ahead i'm sorry oh that was it that was that was my whole explanation um that's just and it's just amazing because I'm I'm very like I said I'm very happy as to what I'm what I do for a living right now. Um, it's it burns a lot of energy. I'm I'm not gonna lie, but I am the happiest I have been in years when it comes to what I do for a living. Like, and it's if this is ending any indication of what's to come. Just like in the Bible, the Old Testament was was an indication of the mercy, the grace that Jesus was going to give us. It was a shadow of good things to come. So if this is any indication of what the rest of my life is going to be, I, I feel I, I feel it and I trust the process. That's amazing. I'm glad that you feel that way, too. That is a hun- that's amazing. That's 100 percent how I don't feel <laughs> and I'm just playing um did yeah, not see that I coming gotta, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm kind of in that different zone but that's amazing that you feel uh feel that way but you know I will say for the first time like I guess I just sat outside and I'm loving the changing of the weather fall I want to fall like your favorite season shout out to her but I was um, just gonna say that sound like that <laughs> that is that is um but it it just felt so good to just be outside and just experience the cool weather um and just that just this time of the year makes me happy and um yes I was like genuinely happy happy today but I know one thing I have been in my writing bag lately like crazy so I'm extremely happy about my creativity um during this time and you know i'm just writing at least like a couple songs or getting ideas and stuff so i'm 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 genuinely excited for that but other than that you know uh no complaints we don't keep i don't want to keep you know complaining or harboring anything but i just had to tell y'all about my craziness but i'm glad um kai that you are really uh in your purpose i feel like and everybody's purpose is genuinely to serve in different ways and capacity but it's to serve so i'm glad that you are um serving in the way in which that you love and you enjoy for sure almost definitely i love it um but that's such a minute part of me mm-hmm. you know um you know who i fully am um when it comes to the other part of me um but what i really want to talk to you about and this is a question that I'm going to pose. The question is, because for everyone that does not know, when we started, the idea of the podcast happened, what, three years ago when we were 28? And um, <laughs> the ideal was it's that we're going to talk. for years. I know, right? It's finally here, and I'm so happy. But we, um, the concept was that we we're going to talk about our lives as single women navigating life as 28 year olds. I think I may have said it backwards, but you get the point. Good. All right. 
So my question is, now that we're much, 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 much older. Not that much older, but go ahead. Okay, I'll say three. Much, <laughs> too many much, muches. much. Too many muches. I, I'm sorry. I put us to 32. I'm sorry. Much, much, much older. Three years. Okay. My question is, do you think dating in your 30s is better than dating in your 20s? There, that's the kind of, there, is, there are pros and I would say there are cons. Um, I feel like in my 20s, I may have not been as serious or I could just like let some stuff slide and just be like, all right, I'm like, I'm not trying to settle down. I'm not trying to do blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to do whatever. Now in my thirties, it's kind of like, I expect more. And I just don't, I don't have time to be like wasting on people that, and not even just dating, but you know, people who no longer serve me um, and can pour into me vice versa. Um, so it's just dating in my thirties now is like, I don't know if I've had like a lackluster kind of, it's just, I don't know what it is. It slipped for me. Like, I think in my twenties, I was like, yeah, I want to find somebody, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, if it happens, it happens. I don't know why. And I think it may be the reason that it's because I'm just not putting over any and everything. Like my standards have changed, I guess. And it's hard now. Cause remember you asked me, would I date someone with a kid? And at first I was like, I ain't trying to be the most step my mom think. But it's just, that is a difficult, difficult question too, because you have to think about it. If I'm 30, I'm not dating anybody younger. I hope not. So if I'm dating in my 30s, more than likely I'm dating somebody older and people like are men in their 30s they're gonna have kids sometimes so I don't know about that I don't know if I'm ready for that I'm just going I'm just gonna pray to God and I'm like whoever you send me send me I I went all the way around the world to answer that but how do you feel do you feel like it's different for you or like is it better um actually um for me um for everyone that does not know I have limited um experience in dating in my 20s right I mean I've only been interested in okay we're not gonna talk about them but um <laughs> and your business I, go ahead and tell the people okay so my body count is on um, way oh, up there it's, it's okay. way up there it's way up yeah, there it said the big old number of zero all right so all right, so um, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Lord Jesus, pray for me. So, what was your question again? Let's start that that part of it, and I'll just edit that part. Um, what actually, was is you actually your question? The um, but do you think that dating is it better uh, now in your thirties, not at your thirty, than it was when you were in your twenties? I would say yes. Um, for me, I feel like I was one of the people that um, actually developed a little bit slower than others. So um, I was, um, what's the word, hopeless romantic mm-hmm. in my 20s. Um, and not to say that I'm not now, but I define I defined my boundaries. I know what I will accept. 
I'm not going to spend time on so-so situations. If you don't know, neither do I. Let's move on. But I like to think that I've gotten better at flirting. So dating in my 30s so far has been a little bit better because there is boundaries. Um, I know what I'm willing to share. I know what I bring to the table. And if you can't match it as a, as the Bible says, a man, I'm supposed to be your help me. So you should either match it or actually bring the whole table. You know what I mean? So yeah. if, if you can't do that, I'm done falling in love with your potential. Ooh, that's a word there. I'm done falling in love with your potential. Mm. Say that. I love that. And the last I'm part is. It. but no the last part that i wanted to say is that you know um you know how i feel about dating younger guys so stepmom me please (laughs) okay stepmom me please but i just like i really believe that it's better while you know the dating pool may have decreased somewhat because we're not in our 20s, you know. And, um, you know, a lot of guys are, some of them, it's probably, I don't even know the percentage, but it's probably a higher percentage of guys that are either in committed relationships or already married. Right. And, you know, we have those boundaries. If you are committed in a relationship or if you're married, you you need not apply. No, no, you're not even right. going to be not, considered. So yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, and if I if I get if I give you this good stuff, I got a question. You After you said that, I'm sorry. I thought you said it. I have a question. I just really want to know. I got a question, just for the general general audience. Okay, when I give you my if I give you this good stuff and you married, say hello to my new my, my little friend and say goodbye to your wife because you got to go. I don't want you no more, Joe. Oh. You know, no more. Girl, she forgot. He forgot about that pecan pie. I mean, that pecan honey. ice cream. But that ain't the point. What's your question, honey? <laughs> um, my question is, and I know this probably gonna seem crazy. Okay, this is for all my married men. Why don't y'all like y'all wife? <laughs> Why don't you like your wife? Like, they be liking. Girl, they be, you think they like them? Here's the thing. Me, oh Lord, I feel like men are like, always are like, are like kids, so to speak. You know how a kid doesn't have their way? So they try to go, especially if their parents are already on bad terms. He can't have his way with daddy. He gonna go to mama. So I feel like when I think of a man that cheats, just like that, you know how kids kind of like try to um, wedge Wedge the husband and wife or mommy and daddy apart. That's how mm-hmm. men are. Um, I said all that to say, um, men, I don't want to use the word stupid, but they dance, they dance, they are very they dance. And it's just like, I think they like their wives, but if they can get something new and still go home to mama, they do not like their wives. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you I'm trying why. to fix it up in a little boat. Uh-uh. I know somebody who knows somebody. So this guy told this girl, I ain't gonna say who it was, that talk, like seeing her was the best part of his day. Sir, you have a whole 
wife at home. What do you what do you mean? What are you saying? Like, okay, listen. In this life, the first thing that God gave us is what? Free will. Free will of choice. And you have to make choices on the daily. When you waking up is involuntary. The Lord is gonna, hey, go ahead and get up. Setting your alarm clock that night to get up or however you get up. But getting out of the bed is a choice. Washing your, hopefully that you're washing your crack daily, whole entire body, legs, armpits, belly, but all that included <laughs> with soap and water. But, you know, that is a choice. Deciding what you're going to eat is a choice. Drinking water is a choice. Is a choice. Checking your phone is a choice. All these things are choices. It is a choice. You choose to cheat. Like, you got to wake up every morning and be like, sometimes you may not like this health every single day, but these men out here don't like, they wise at all. And it's like, it's clearly like, it's clear as day. Like, why did you marry? Did you just settle? Like, why you married this person? Because my thing is, if I know I want to be out here in these streets, I'm not going to commit to something that I, I know I cannot commit to. Like, people are grown. I would rather you just tell me, with, just give me the truth. And, you know, I was saying that when we were talking earlier, I said, you know, the truth, quote unquote, may not be easy to say or tell, but it goes a long way. Because being, trying to be sneaky and stuff like that, you got to come up with lies on top of lies to remember the lies that you told to cover those lies because you were lying. So it's like, and it's always going to come out. Just go ahead and tell the truth. If you really just feel like you just got to sleep with somebody else that freaking bad, just be like, you know what? I don't think it's going to work out. I'm trying to get this piece. Like, it's, just, it's literally worth me choosing to give this whole entire relationship up. So let me just go and do that. Like, why you just can't, why people just can't be honest about that thing? Like, if you want to feel like you got to leave me and go sleep with somebody else, let me know so I can go on with my life and keep moving. Don't waste my time out here. It's just, I'm sorry, I went on a rant. I just went on a rant. But, like, you know, it's people excuse cheating all the time. But at the end of the day, you made a choice. You don't just, like, fall into it. You get what I'm saying? So it's just, like, you made that choice. Just out here making bad choices. That's what it is. And I'm going to choose to add it, add out. That's all I got to say. See, that's why I can't date right now. I'm crazy. <laughs> nah, sis. You on the money. And listen, to the fellas that's contemplating, like Kay said, it's a choice every day. You know, you're not going to like them every day. You're not. Because sometimes I don't like me every day and I'm stuck with me. Um, but it, it really is a choice. Um, now your heart falls in love with whomever it falls in love with. However, because you don't like them, you some I mean, not like you know, every day. It's it's life, it's growing pains, things happen. We don't get along. We have we argue, okay? We have hate <laughs> <my> argue. <laughs> But, you know, that's life. But, you know, what to the guys that's literally contemplating or even doing things and y'all got kids, please understand, Johnny Taylor had a song 
that says it's cheaper to keep her. I promise you that's going to save you a lot of money because you're going to be the little chick that you thinking I had in these streets that's going to take you. Please understand when mama get her money, that little chick with them 30 seconds going to be gone. Please understand that because earth is so ghetto and I want to leave. <laughs> and you know what? This may be controversial, but I'm just going to say it. I Not all. Not, uh, not all, but I think that majority of the women were raised to love unconditionally. And I feel like men are were raised to love with conditions. And I feel like in the sense of the men, you know, it's like, oh, well, you are you are pretty like a, a status. Like, you know, you got to be the provider. You know, got to have money, do blah, 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 in order to attract a certain woman. Vice versa, on the other hand, women are like, well, you got to be this kind of the nurturer, the one who cooks, clean, blah, 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 in their roles. Now, don't get me wrong. People do have different roles and different things work for different people. But I feel like um, if you ever take an sociology class, it talks about how the woman is the nurturer and oftentimes the disciplinarian because she spends the most time with the child. And I feel like women are literally, like I said, they, they've been raised to be of service to everyone but themselves. Because you gotta think about it, it's like people will say, like, if you're not a mother or if you're not a wife, like, you, I used to, people really think that if you're not at home servicing, blah, 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 people think that, you know, as a woman, you have failed and it's, it's not true it's just literally society has put that pressure on women to be unconditional lovers but the thing about it I always say uh falling in love with somebody is you know involuntary you can't help when you fall in love with but choosing to love it should be intentional and that's the thing like man you just gotta like I said, you may not like, even if you like that person every day, there's a difference between like and love. And when I say like, I mean, it's like this person may be getting on your nerves. Y'all might be in an argument for two days. Y'all might like really annoyed with each other and might need to take some just like, hey, let me get a few hours by myself to kind of collect myself. But, you know, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm just, I'm at a loss of words because I just feel like, you know, uh, women are just, I don't know, like, it's like we always got to be, especially black women, we always got to be the strong ones. We always got to be the ride or die. Like, why can't I just ride in love? Like, you know, why I got to die? Like, we always got to be the one, the strong backbone. You always got to be the, the the pillars of the family. And I don't feel like it should be that way. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Listen, it must be the other people in, in me. Because, sis, I'm telling you straight up, I'm not a ride or die. You go to jail for <laughs> something stupid, sis gone. I'm going to pack my bags and I'm going to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I might throw you a little money on there to get you a honey bun or two. But I'm moving on with my life. Girl, you ain't seen that little care package slip they be sending out. Uh-uh. You better get out and get you a hundred bucks. Listen, I might, I'll try to, you know, I might throw a little something on your books, but outside of that, 
I'm not waiting around on you. Okay. Because yes. I feel like we are not loved unconditionally. Because if you think we if we don't meet society standards, if you if like if there God forbid, like if she gains weight, if she's not like doing if she oh she don't cook the best thing, blah blah blah. Me, somebody in there with cheat on you because you breathe. <laughs> and I'm not saying all men, because there are some great men out there, but I feel like society has normalized men being the hunters and the the uh what it was a polygamy pretty much. You know what, that's true. And you know, I think it actually stems back to biblical, um, because you know. If you even if if you meet a guy, um, you guys get into uh, an in-depth conversation, or you're trying to see if you know the relationship is worth a relationship, right? The chemistry is worth a relationship. Um, Any guy, whether he goes to church or not, or even if he's spiritual, um, I guarantee you they know the scripture or what it says: wives honor and obey. I think it stems from that. You know what I mean? They know that part of of the scripture. I, I really yeah. think it stems from that. And um, yeah, I hundred, uh, I hundred, really, I hundred percent agree. Um, but it's until righteousness, and I feel like when people think of obey, they they interpret it as do as I say, as you let me be a servant. But I don't think that's the case. I feel like any woman wouldn't have a problem being submissive if a man is leading them in the correct way. Because honestly, if I don't want to pay all these bills by myself. I don't want to do like, if he want to pay out to be a girl, I'm happy to have him pay out to you. Like, I honestly think, with, like, a woman wouldn't want to, like, do all the, the. I know some feminists going to be mad. Like, women can do certain stuff, too. Listen, I'm tired. I don't want to take out the trash. I don't want to cut the grass. I don't want to fix nothing. I don't want to wash the cars. I don't. Like those traditional, I'm traditional in that sense, and I don't want to do those things. I honestly don't. But like, I wouldn't mind if a man like took over that role. Like, if you, I have no problem with him being the head of the household, but he has to be that. He has to lead with righteousness, and it can't just be like do as I say. And this is not a dictatorship. You get what I'm saying? Like it, it, like you don't have to, you know, rule with an iron fist, pretty much. But and, and it's not like because in a in a in a grand scheme of things, if you think about it, like even in friendships, there are certain dynamics you have to play into because everybody has their strengths. Like if if maybe I cut the grass good, or may, you know, vice versa, or maybe he can pay. I can pay the bills, not financially. I mean, like, manage the money. Maybe I'm just better at that, or maybe he's better at that. I feel like you have to find your strength, and, you know, whatever works for you works for you, and there there are literally some guys that stay at home 
and take care of the kids. If that, if that works for people, then that works for people. That's not, you know, my personal relationship, but if that works for somebody, that works for somebody. So I don't think it's up to us to tell people. But what I'm saying, I just rambled a whole bunch. You know, have to cut some of this out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, I wouldn't mind being submissive to someone who who is leading me in the correct way. So that's all I'm saying. It's just, I don't want the whole tangent, but yeah, you got me. You get me. All right. So, um, yeah, I totally agree. Um, and when I think about, like, not have, having... Mm, I totally agree and when I think about not having those um, boundaries or those standards or even having a conversation when it comes to being in a committed or um, committed relationship or even a marriage I think about 50 shades of grain the principles of um, the contract even though she didn't sign it she did not stand up for herself yeah sure he fell in love with her in his own weird way but he got upset with her because now here we're married and she's pregnant oh i didn't want kids right now well how would she have known that was never a discussion mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of and i i am a firm believer of transparency like communication is key in all aspects all walks of life even when it comes down to working, you need to communicate effectively. Right. Um, when it comes down to friendships, relationships, hey, babe, I like that, but how about, you know, maybe let's try it this way. Or I don't like it when you yell at me. Right. It makes me feel, it makes me, you know, it makes me feel like you're being condescending. You know, I don't, I don't like, you know, I like it when you open the door for me. It makes me feel like a powerful woman. Right. You know, it's those type of things that we need to talk about. But our race, I hate to talk about us, but we we teach we um what is the saying? We um raise our daughters and baby our sons. Is that is that the correct saying? I think it is something similar to that. Yeah, um and that's true to a certain extent. Because moms are always going to look out for sons. They, they like I raised her I taught her how to be a woman and that's it now dads will baby the girls well some dads if he if he ain't alive but that's neither here nor there you get my point though that's that's how we are and something has to change I don't know how I don't know when but we need to teach I vow if I have a son if I adopt a son if my husband has a son He's going to get raised. Let's go. He He's going to get raised. I'm going to teach him how to be considerate. Because I believe it's more for boys. It's more of survival opposed to love. Not that they don't love, but somewhere along the line, they started teaching our boys that um, men are not supposed to show emotions. They're not supposed to cry because that's a sign of weakness. When in fact, that's a sign of strength. Right. What about sensitivity? Sensitivity. Ooh. Mm. You preaching now. But that was just that was my point. Yeah, for sure. Well, you want to wrap it up? Want to wrap it up? 
I truly, un- I really hope that you guys want to join us uh, on our next episode when it's just K and I, K and Kai. <laughs> <laughs>